Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. else is disgusting tell me those cake crickets i know are you just gonna stare at them this whole time uh well yeah they're just i mean they're staring at me so they don't move around much no it's fine they're probably like they're usually over here so i'm kind of glad they're over there don't move that's why my microphone is pushed out so far yeah so you don't touch the wall yeah (laughs) that's fair don't want to be close to them you know it's the uh occupational hazard well not occupy i mean not all podcasters have to deal with this it's the situational (laughs) hazard it's if you're in a pod cave there will be cave crickets there will be cave crickets (laughs) what choice do you have i kind of wish we recorded in an actual cave that'd be kind of tight it would be nice with the little like dripping Mm. ambiance yeah and the echo yeah people be like this sounds like shit be like but they record in a cave yeah it's cool They're like oh that's actually tight <laughs> god i can't imagine trying to edit out the echo <laughs> so frustrating we just have to like put a blanket over our heads and yeah then there would be no point in being in a cave and then at some point we would be eaten by some sort of spooky cave monster yeah because we're just sitting in a cave with blankets over our heads we're just sitting ducks <laughs> The boss so, bug would get us. Yeah. Truly, we should just stay in here. There yep. are beanie babies in here. I like it. Yeah, me too. I like our little cave. It's cute. Mm-hmm. And it's like cozy. The bare naked ladies say, like, I could leave, but I'll just stay because all my stuff's here anyway. Yeah, exactly. There should be a bare naked ladies quote of the day. Every day. <laughs> I wonder how many you could do. Probably a lot. They cram a lot of words into yeah. a song. So many lyrics. And a lot of different things, you know, that they talk about. Mm-hmm. Which is partially why I like them so much. Something that I would talk about were I to write a song right now would be about how my teeth hurt. Mm. I feel like we've traded places. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You had the hurt teeth for so long. Yeah. And now it's me. Now it's you. I clean my teeth too hard. I'm sorry. Why they gotta do that? They were jealous of your zero cavity situation. (laughs) Like, that's bullshit. Not one. Ever. Not one cavity? How could you? (sighs) Then you're right. I don't take great care of my teeth, so... It isn't fair, really. It's not fair. I just brush my teeth twice a day. That's it. I don't do anything else. Don't floss. No mouthwash. I uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do got the sore teeth. Yeah, well, that'd be a good band name. That'll fade. Sore teeth. Sore teeth. You know what's a good podcast name? What? Replay rewind. I think it's taken. Oh, by who? Us. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is that podcast. It sure is. It exists. It's a podcast about movies, not teeth. God, a teeth podcast would be so gross. <laughs> Hot toes like, would listen to it. Oh, I just thought it would be about teeth. Oh, just about teeth. Yeah. That probably exists. Not just sounds like teeth. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Noises. <laughs> this is so bad. Teeth ASMR. It'd be better if we were in a cave. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's no, it's a podcast about kids' movies. Every month we pick a movie, and then in the weeks leading up to the episode about the movie, we talk about what's going on in the world in the time frame. For instance, this month we're talking about The Borrowers, you- which maybe came out in December 1997 and maybe came out in February of 98. It kind of depends on which source you check. Wikipedia said December 97, so that's what I went with. Yeah, I feel like it's probably one of those. I didn't want to look into it too much because I don't want to ruin our right, you know, format of knowing nothing before we go, you know, to watch the movie. But I feel like it's probably like it was released in December '97 in the UK, and then you yeah. know, over here in February '98 or whatever. Who's to say? Um, someone. but we're we're going with December '97 because that's the research that I did. And then next week, we'll talk about what was happening in the world of pop culture in December of 97. The third week, we'll talk about some sort of theme. We'll do a deep dive into something that relates to the movie as far as we can tell. Sometimes we're like, I don't know what this movie is about. So this might not be at all related, but we do our best. (laughs) Like the month we did Tall Tale. And we were like, I know there's a tornado in it. Yep. So let's talk about tornadoes. Talk about tornadoes. <laughs> when else will we get to? Exactly. And then the last episode of the month is the movie itself. So this one, it's the history episode. Yes. And the movie, like we said, December 1997. So let's talk about what was going on in the world in December 1997. The president was Bill Quinton. <laughs> <laughs> he sure was. And we've got some, we always like to talk about how much things cost. At the time, to give us some perspective on how much our life sucks now. I mean, how much things have changed. <laughs> I know, just to depress ourselves. So fresh eggs, one dozen, $1.06. White bread, 87 cents. Sliced bacon, $2.68. Round steak, $3.10. A pound of taters, 36 cents. <laughs> oh my goodness. Fresh grocery milk, $1.58. I pay $8 for eggs. I do buy them 18 mm. at a time. Yeah. Because I go through them like crazy, but... I pay that much, too, because I get the, like, locally sourced... Yeah. Like, this hen has a full name. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we get, like, the happy yolks happy, or happy eggs happy or whatever. Yeah. yeah, something where it's like, they go outside and they this like one, to craft. <laughs> they have whatever. hobbies. Yeah. Um, this is not related to the episode, but we could talk about eggs for a while if you wanted. Um, <laughs> sure. There's this brand called, I think it's called Pete and Jerry's. Yeah. Because Ben and Jerry's was taken, I guess. (laughs) But my name is Ben. It's Pete now. (laughs) Why don't you change? There's a QR code on every carton and you can scan it and actually see the fields where the hens live. That's so cute. Because it comes from all different farms. Yeah. But you can like, like Google image see. Yeah. Or Google Earth, like look yeah, around yeah. on the farm and see how the chickens live. I love that. I know. I think it's cute. <laughs> there was a brand that we carried at Whole Foods that included like a little like two inch by three inch fake newsletter. Oh. That was like, here's our chicken of the month. Her name's oh. this and had a little picture of her. And it was just like, thanks. That's you cute. Know. Yeah. Adorable. As it should be. Anyway. Yeah. Dollar six. <laughs> Times Person of the Year, which I hadn't thought about until last month when we talked about how it was JFK. And yeah. I was like, that's an interesting thing. So I'm going to try and add that. Oh, yeah. We'll try and remember that one. Yeah, as we go. Uh, but, of course, immediately, two people in, I was like, never heard of him. <laughs> it was a guy named Andy Grove, CEO of Intel. I'm sure huh. if you're even remotely techie, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy did this and this and this. But oh, I'm yeah. not. I don't know him. So I don't know him. Yep. 
He sounds important. He's, yes, he does. I mean, Intel is in everything. Yep. So whatever he's doing, if he's still alive, I'm sure he's got lots of dollars. Oh, yeah. It's in this computer right here. Yeah. That we're using to record. I was trying to look at my computer, but I put too many stickers on it. <laughs> I put this cute little dinosaur sticker right here by my keyboard, and it keeps freaking me out because it's like the puffy one. Oh, And then yeah. when I go to type, I touch it, oh. and I'm not used to it yet, and I'm like, maybe that was a mistake. <laughs> it feels kind of creepy. You'll figure it out. Or you won't. <laughs> it right. doesn't help that it kind of looks like a cockroach. Oh, that's cute. Just a little bug. Okay. <laughs> so... Tell me some depressing stuff. Good Lord. I know. It's bad. It was a bad month. Yeah. It started off really bad. <laughs> December 1st. Yeah. It just started off bad. I wanted to say with a bang and that's not Oh, cool. no. That's not nice. <laughs> bad pun. So it wasn't intentional. It was just like, oh, it started. And I was like, no, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Anyway, a kid named Michael Carneal or Carneal. I'm not sure. He's a 14 year old freshman at Heath High School in West Paducah, Kentucky. He just walked into his school one morning and shot eight people, and three of them died. <sighs> yeah. It was pretty... It's not too far from here. Mm-mm. And... No, that's why I included it. You know, it didn't show up on, like, the big, like, yeah. what happened in December of 99, but I saw it on one list, and I was like, well, that's kind of local. You know, it's an hour or two away, but... It's four hours away. Is it? Yeah. The stage is so much bigger. I know. I would not have thought that except that I did a wedding in Paducah earlier this year. Yeah. And I was like, because my clients were from there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's in Kentucky, whatever. Mm-hmm. I googled how far of a drive. <laughs> it was literally a four-hour drive. That's bananas. So I was like, I'll get an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize our state was that big. Okay, well, it was four hours away, but it's still in the same state. Yeah. We're still in the Commonwealth. So. Um, so Hot Toast does this like monthly storytelling event. Yeah. And one of the first ones that she went to, somebody who survived this. Oh. Told her story. Oh, my goodness. And I wasn't there, but I remember her telling me about it. And the, the storyteller, she was like, I'm going to tell this story once and I'm never going to tell it again. Yeah. She's like, I just want to. I guess she just like wanted to get it off her chest, but was like. But like, I'm I not, don't. Yeah, yeah. I can't relive it over and over again. But which is. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible. It's just gross. So, I mean, clearly this kid needed a lot of help. In the weeks leading up to the shooting, he snuck into his neighbor's garage. It was Thanksgiving Day. Mm. Stole four twenty-two caliber rifles, a thirty thirty rifle, a twenty-two gauge shotgun, some earplugs, a twenty-two gauge pistol, and several magazines for that pistol. Mm. And then later that day, he stole two shotguns from his father's own collection. And hid them in his room. And it's just like, is no one paying attention to this child? Or the guns that are going missing. Like, or the guns, Keep yeah. an eye on your shit, my dude. Like, how, how many is that? Seven guns? Eight guns that are just missing from your yeah. collection? And you're like, I don't know where they are. So I have so many. Total. I wouldn't even notice. Yeah. But so, I mean, you know, like, we've heard over and over again. He said that he had been bullied by his fellow students. And I mean, like, several reports said that that was true. You know, yeah. it wasn't just like him imagining yeah. And he was suffering from anxiety, depression, and severe paranoia to the point where he would go into the bathroom and cover the windows and the vents because he was sure that people were watching him. Oh. Yeah. yeah it's definitely just something wrong. Yes. Yeah. So he took one of the shotguns on December 1st and wrapped it in a blanket and told his sister that it was an art project that he was working on for school and was like mm -hmm. halfway done. And he had the loaded Ruger 22 pistol in his backpack. And he just rode to school with her. And then once he got there, he put the earplugs in and 
shot the pistol into this group of students that was just hanging out at the front of the school. And then after the shooting, he dropped the gun of his own volition and surrendered to the principal and said, kill me, please. I can't believe I just did that. Oh, so I mean, like immediately he knew. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes me so sad that it's like he didn't see any other way of reaching out for help. You know, he clearly needed some sort of support. Yeah, yeah he's trying to get attention. Couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. It just sucks. Oh. And then a search of his locker afterwards found a copy of the novel Rage by Stephen King, which he wrote under the name Richard Bachman. Yeah. And after hearing about it, Stephen King told his publishers to just let it go out of print because oh. he didn't want to inspire any other tragedies. And for a while, you could still get copies in the UK in the collection called the Bachman Books. But even now, if you buy a copy of the Bachman book that's been printed since 97, it just won't have that story in it. Yeah. Which is like, I don't think that famous people should be held responsible for this sort of thing. Yeah. But it also was kind of cool of him to just say, like, this is upsetting and I don't I don't want to, you know, I don't want this to happen again. This is what I can do. Right. Yeah. So. That's interesting because I have read the Bachman books, like the collection. Yeah. And I can't remember if Rage was in it or not. I mean, if you have there a were copy four with Rage in it. stories. Yeah. But this was in 97. And so he was like, just let it go out of print. Yes. And I was 10 in 97. And I started reading Stephen King when I was like 12. Yeah, it's quite so possible, it's possible you had an older copy. Yeah. That, I mean, I got them from the library. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That it was, it was probably still in there for sure. Because I don't remember. I remember the long walk was in there. Yeah. And the one where the guy, maybe it was Rage, where the guy like blows up a construction site. I don't know. I read it so long ago. Couldn't tell you. But anyway, yeah, I like, that's a good move to be like, listen, I'll write 75 more books this year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, let that one go. That's fine. That one can just go. Yeah. I mean, to just say like, you know, I'm not going to have this big outrage and because i think that can cause more problems too if you know you're like Mm. this is terrible evil no one should read it you know then you're gonna get like these edgy kids trouble kids being like we'll all read it because i'm just saying like just quietly let it go out of print and that's that's the best we can do yeah but yeah so december 3rd in ottawa ontario canada representatives from 121 countries signed a treaty prohibiting the manufacture and deployment of anti-personnel landmines Mm. which is great yeah however the United States, the People's Republic of China, Russia, South Korea, and 32 other nations did not sign or ratify the treaty. Why? I don't know. And like, not to be like that, mm. but what a collection of, what what company we keep there in that yeah. little selection of people who are like, no, we're going to keep, you know, using these landmines and the U.S. is like, we are too. Yeah. It doesn't really work unless everybody agrees to it. Yeah. He'd be like, that wasn't ours. It was yeah. somebody else's landmine. Landmines are terrifying. I know. And I, I don't. Nope. <laughs> I, I do just, love seeing those little rats whose job it is to sniff yeah. them out because they're not heavy enough to set them off. Go for them. I know. But why? Who invented them? I hate them. Uh, yeah, truly. So December 12th, a federal judge sentences Autumn Jackson to 26 months in federal prison. Yes, said that. For trying to extort Bill Cosby of $40 million. Jackson claimed that Bill Cosby was her father. So it's this big, interesting story about Jackson's mother, Sean, came out and said, you know, I had been having an affair with Bill Cosby for a long time and it was consensual. Yeah. You know, he was married at the time, but whatever. You know, he, he was seeing me on the side. 
She said, the last time that we had sex together, it was not consensual. You know, he drugged me mm-hmm. and now I'm pregnant and I know it's his because I am not, you know, sexually active with anybody else. Right. And then she claims that he persuaded her to put her former boyfriend's name on the birth certificate, which she did because she was like, I was trying to protect his reputation. You know, I didn't want anything bad to happen to him, which like, girl, he'll be fine. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Why? Why? Don't protect that man. Fuck uh, that guy. I don't know. I have no idea. But so this other guy, you know, raised Autumn as his own child. Right. Then, yeah. You know, Sean like came out with this information and Autumn was like, yeah, he's he's my dad and like tried to talk to him about it. And he Cos- Bill Cosby himself said, you know, yes, I had an affair with her and I told my wife about it, but I didn't want to tell the media because I didn't want, you know, what was going to go on with them. I didn't want all that like attention. But my wife does know. But he also said that over the span of 20 years, he paid her $100,000 like to keep quiet about this affair. And he set up a trust fund for Autumn for her to go to school. And he was like, I'll pay for your college as long as you keep a B average. And then she decided she was going to drop out of college. And he heard about that. So he was like, "Okay, well, you're you know, this is getting cut off. And it's just like, why would you pay for this person's college if she's not your kid? Yeah, she's just your friend's kid. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is super strange. But so then Autumn Jackson was like, no, you know, you you are my dad and you, you know, should pay me this money or whatever. Yeah. And tried to get $40 million out of him. And then his lawyers were like, you're going to go to jail for extortion. This is extortion. Like, So extortion was her being like, give me money or I'll go to the media. Yes, yeah. basically. And they were like, you can't do that. And she was like, I'm going to keep doing it. And so then... They arrested her and she went to jail for extortion, which they sentenced. She got sentenced for 26 months. She was six months pregnant at the time when she started her sentence with twins. Oh, shit. And then she served 14 months of those 16, 26 months. And then they let her out. And then she was out for two years. And then they were like, actually, you have to finish out your sentence. And they put her back in for the remainder of remainder of her sentence which i don't understand why they can do that like once they because it was the same yeah like the same group of people that were like actually you have to go back in what why and also like how rude i mean first off to take you know being pregnant does not excuse you if you did a crime right unless the crime is extortion yeah you're not that hurting can wait anyone yeah <laughs> yeah you're not a danger to society like Come on, let her have her children outside of prison and then to wait, you know, two years. So it's like these babies are old enough, you know, to know who she is and like really miss her. And yeah. Like, I mean, obviously babies know who you are, but, you know. Right. Yeah. Are way more aware, aware and then yeah. be like, no, you got to go back in for eight months. It just seems so rude. I don't know. It's also like he is definitely her dad. Right. Like, I know this was in 97, but and DNA tests were not what they are now. Yeah. But she really should have just been like. Let me get a DNA test then. Right. Well, at the the end of this article, it was like a lot of people had have said that if she had just gotten a lawyer, she would have been fine. Oh. Because like lawsuits are basically just blackmail and extortion but in the a nice legal, legal blanket. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so they're like, because she went after him herself and mm. was like, I'm gonna expose you, you know, and I'm gonna it's like, can't do that. Yeah. You gotta stop. But if she had, you know, gone in a legal route. It would have gone a lot differently. Well, maybe she couldn't afford it. Truly. So. Oh, well, fuck Bill Cosby anyway. I know. Yeah. So, December 16th, in Japan, over 600 children suffered an epileptic attack. Epileptic attacks. It wasn't just one big <laughs> oh. shared epileptic attack. Yeah. 600 children suffer epileptic, oh, epileptic 
Attacks, that's such a hard word. Mm-hmm. Due to an episode of Pokemon. Yes. In the episode, Ash and his friends find that there is something wrong with the Pokeball transmitting device at the local Pokemon Center. So to find out what is wrong, they must go inside of the machine. But the episode contained repetitive visual effects that induced photosensitive epileptic seizures in a substantial number of Japanese viewers, with more than 600 children across Japan taken to hospitals. It's now referred to in Japan as the Pokemon shock. Mm. As a result of the incident, the episode was pulled from rotation and has not aired in any country since. And after the incident, Pokemon went on a four-month hiatus. Yeah, I've heard about this. Mm -hmm. Like, oops, sorry. There's a clip of it on Wikipedia, but I was like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm at work. (laughs) I've not been known to have seizures, but if if it's that bad, this one might send me. I have seen things that make me think like, oh, if I were prone to seizures, this would be the kind of, like, I can understand how somebody would be set off by this kind of thing. And now there are warnings on everything because they're more aware of what sets off seizures and stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's so wild because, I don't know, like, I feel like having those kind of seizures is not common. Yeah. And so for it to, like, trigger that in 600 kids, that seems like so many. I know. You know, if it was, like, 24, you know, like... A couple dozen, whatever. Yeah. No. 600, damn. Yeah, like how many children were watching I mean, Pokemon I at the time? The whole country. Yeah. But like, what is the percentage, I wonder? Yeah. Was it all of them? Every child who saw it? Then they would say that. So I just wonder, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And to know. Are, do those kids, ha- have they had more seizures or was it just that? Or? Yeah. W- had they ever had one before? Was the episode haunted? <gasps> <laughs> Maybe so. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. December 23rd, the U.S. Department of Agriculture estimates that to raise a child to 18 years old, it costs $149,820. Today, it's about $233,000. That doesn't sound like that much. No, it really doesn't. I feel like it should be more than that. 
Yeah, it's what? not including college. So that's how much like I spend on my dog. Two eighteen. Well, that's a child. <laughs> Why I would like to know is this the Department of Agriculture's job? Because you raise children like you raise crops. And how is that? <laughs> you water them and you up, give them sunshine. Up, right? And food and in the dirt. Yep, that's true. Dirt's good for you. They gotta have good roots. Yeah, they gotta have lots of air. That's true. You know, you can't overwater them. Warmth, fresh they get, air. They'll get soggy. They'll get soggy. <laughs> You gotta tend. Tend to them. You do. You really yeah. do. No, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a who weird decided thing. That. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know that any one department... I, I don't know what other department it should be. I mean, isn't there like a, you know, health and family services or, you know... Yeah, even like the CDC, I feel like would be yeah more... I don't know. Agriculture is like, well, we know how much it costs to feed a child, so we just figured we'd go from there. I really don't know if, if anybody knows why it's the Department of Agriculture who's putting out these yeah, let us know. things. We've talked about it a little bit before, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more when we actually go into the time frame. Yeah. But December 23rd, Terry Lynn Nichols was found guilty of manslaughter in the Oklahoma City bomb. As he should be. As he should be. On December 24th, Christmas Eve, 1997, the Vatican lit a Hanukkah candle for the first time ever. I was reading about that. They're trying to kind of like mend the rift between yeah the Roman Catholic Church and the Jewish faith. Yeah. Did it work? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. D- I don't know. They, they're they like, here, we lit a candle. What else do you want? <laughs> what could you possibly want? God, uh, so like demanding. Real, real actions? Yeah. All of them? Uh, Come on. No, I'm not going outside for you. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a candle. You can have a candle. So, December 29th, Orville Lynn Majors, we gotta stop giving these dudes cool Lynn names. as a middle name. Oh, yeah. Stop it. It's like, Orville is such a tight name. Orville is a cool name. Um, Two of my teachers when I was in elementary school were both named Lynn, and they were married, and one was male and one was female. That's so interesting. Yeah. And it I was, don't, both of them were L-Y-N-N. I don't think I, if I, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to be, like, soups in love with them, I guess, but yeah. there were so many times, like... You know, back when I was on Tinder or Hinge or whatever, it'd be like, nope, our names sound stupid together. <laughs> Maybe they're really cool. I don't know. Yeah. But like, there's an aesthetic there. I don't know how I never ended up in any sort of relationship with anybody with my name. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I had a best friend for a while. Yeah. And we were roommates and that was confusing for our friends. But yeah, not. But you didn't date anybody. Nope. Was never. it by choice? Nope. Or you just never, you never had the opportunity. Yeah, there are no other bucket snakes. Maybe there that were I was into it was the other bucket snakes were like, no, it's too weird. <laughs> it's weird. So they just never approached you. Yeah, yeah, same. I've obviously I've never met anybody with the same name. Yeah, but I have met people whose names rhyme. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, I don't think I can handle that. No, I gotta go. I think I remember one. I remember talking about it. Yeah, probably. But so. But I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think I would, I don't know. I don't know. It was just such a common name, Lynn. That's true. At the time. And I think a lot of times you get named after your mom. Yeah, or your dad. Or your dad. But Terry Lynn and Orville Lynn. Yep. Both shitheads. Yeah. So Orville Lynn Majors, 36, arrested for many deaths of people under his care. I had never heard of this. Me either, but buckle in because I've got a lot of paragraphs about this dude. <laughs> I'm ready. So Orville Majors worked at the Vermilion County Hospital in Clinton, Indiana, starting in 1993 as a nurse. It was a little small hospital. It had 56 regular patient beds and four ICU beds. And annually, the hospital saw about 26 deaths a year. Mm -hmm. 
I think they had about 300 patients usually coming in and out. 26, not so bad. Yeah. When Major started working there, the death rate jumped to 100 deaths a year. Jesus. Or about one death in every three patients brought to the hospital. And they were suspicious deaths, too. Yeah, they would have to be. Because, well, you know, you got old people in there and they're patients and they die. You're like, well, that was bound to happen eventually. Sure. But yeah, when it goes from 26 to 100. Right. Like one in three is not a good batting average. It's not. Yeah. Well. Well, actually it is. But <laughs> not in this right context. No. <laughs> and these people would die of symptoms that they hadn't been previously showing. Yeah. Or they would be getting better and then all of a sudden, boom, they were gone. And so it was just weird. You yeah. know, it wasn't like your typical people dying because they're in a hospital. Yeah. And eventually, Major's coworkers at the VCH started to notice the pattern. And at first they would kind of joke, you know, and be like, oh, man, whenever Orville's around, you know, people start dropping like flies. But then one of his coworkers was like, OK, actually, genuinely. OK, but really? People are dying like when he's. So she went and pulled time cards Mm. and confirmed in the 147 deaths since Majors had started in 1993. So this was since she looked at this in 95. So Mm. about a year and a half. He had been on duty for 130 of them. Yeah. When Majors was off duty, there was a patient death roughly every 23 days. When he was on duty, it averaged out to one every 23 hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he got let go immediately by the hospital and was under investigation. And he immediately like hit the news circuit and was just like, I didn't do this. I'm innocent. They're out to get me, you know. Classic. Right. But that's basically what boned him Mm. was because patients, family members, like surviving family members would be like, no, that guy was in the room. And then my grandpa or loved one or whatever died yeah he would come in he came in he gave them an injection and then they coded pretty soon after sometimes before he'd even left the room oh my god a bunch of people started coming forward and saying no i i watched him give them an injection and then something bad happened to them yeah ew you watched them get murdered right and then officials went and looked at the heart patterns of patients like their ekgs before they had died and saw that a lot of them had a widened heart pattern, which means their heart was not contracting in the right spots. Yeah. So they consulted an expert to see, you know, why why is this? Why would this suddenly, you know, do this? Yeah. And he's like, well, there's a couple different. Either they have a blood clot in their lung, they had a major heart attack, or they were it was a potassium overdose. Oh. So then they went and exhumed 15 of the bodies of these people that the family members had come out and said, we saw majors give them an injection. And they had this widened heart pattern right before they died Mm -hmm. and did an investigation and found that none of them had a blood clot in their lungs and none of them were showing symptoms of having a heart attack. So clearly they had been murdered. Murdered. Yep. And then as the final nail in this coffin, as it were, Major's former roommate came forward and was like, oh, I remember seeing vials of potassium chloride all over our house when we lived together. So they got a warrant, went and searched his house. Indeed, did find the vials there and they traced those vials back to the hospital and then he was arrested good so the investigation actually went on for two years but he was finally arrested on december 29th 1997 Mm. and charged with the murder of seven people though the investigators believed he murdered probably between 100 and 130 but they're like we don't want to overwhelm the jury like seven is a nut we have yeah super solid cases that's gonna be enough to get him put away forever exactly these are easy to prove yes and you don't need to hear and this one and this one and that you get the idea you know there were 
like seven people is a lot, but so he probably murdered put away forever yeah. over a hundred people. Ooh. And then on October seventeenth, nineteen ninety eight, he was convicted for the murders of six people. On the last one, the jury were like, "That guy took a lot longer to die than everybody else, so maybe he didn't kill that one. Maybe that one wasn't." <laughs> but he still got convicted of the murder of but six people. Definitely the other one. Definitely those other six. And then he himself died of heart failure in prison in 2017, which seems fitting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he was arguing with a correctional officer. And, and then died. he just had a heart attack. Yeah. Good. Fucking. I know. This sounds so similar to the case that just ended. Oh. Lucy Letby. Have you heard of her? The name sounds familiar. So she was a nurse. Is it, Well, she's in prison now. The trial just ended on August 21st mm-hmm. of this year. Mm-hmm. She's convicted of killing seven babies. Is she, yeah, is she in the UK? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the same thing where it was like, you know, she worked in the neonatal ICU. Mm-hmm. And so those babies are very fragile. And so for a while, you know. Yeah. It was like they, people sometimes like, they just die. Yeah. They just collapse right, or whatever. Or th- but. They're they were too small. mostly very healthy babies and that mm-hmm. hospital had like a really good reputation and the numbers never looked that bad and then they just started to get worse and worse and worse. And yeah. They did the same thing where they like figured out what time she was there and what time the babies collapsed mm-hmm. and God, it's so sad. It was really hard to listen to like for a lot of reasons, obviously, but I don't even have a kid yet, but just the idea of having a kid now, I'm, I feel even more sensitive yeah. to like stuff about kids. Yes. I'm like, oh, I can't listen to this. Well, and not that you shouldn't murder anybody, okay? Right. I know that's like a hard stance to take. <laughs> Don't murder. But like, oh my God, teeny tiny little suffering babies yeah. that haven't even like been outside yet. I know. <sighs> like at least these other people were old. <laughs> Which still sounds terrible, but. Right. Yes. But I mean, if you had to pick one. Right. Oh my Don't God. kill anybody. I'm re. Let me double yes. down. Yeah, Don't double down. murder. But like, oh my God, like a teeny baby. tiny little fighting for every yeah. like breath who didn't haven't gotten to do anything no you have to experience life at all <sighs> i know it was really sad and hard to listen to and it turns out the motive that they figured out was because she was having a relationship with a doctor who would show up when a baby like crashed yeah if he was on duty he would be the one that was like on call to come in the room yeah so she was doing it literally for attention just see, so just, she just wanted to see him. Yes. Oh my god. Not even. So I thought you were gonna say that she was like trying to give him like, look how good he is at bringing these babies no. back. She just wanted to look at him. Yes. You can do that. She wanted him to be in the room. You can she just go see them to have this like special bond together of like trying to save a baby. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's fucked up. Go be like why? Just go be like a firefighter. You can go save people together all the time, or just be like straight just be, up evil. In the hospital. You know, like just be evil. Just be like I hate babies. Like your motivation yeah. is so shallow <laughs> so that awful. it's to look at a man. Right. <laughs> I don't care who it is. I don't care who you are and who they are. Yeah. God. Anyway, to look at any so human off being. track, That's but disgusting. except to say, yeah, n- yeah, the history of yeah. nurses doing shit like this. Yeah, is, it's been around for forever. I know. People you know wanting the attention or a lot of it is usually people are like then i saved them and right, what a yeah. hero i am and sometimes yeah. oops i didn't do it right or whatever but like the firefighters who are also arsonists mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this guy apparently would be like they were just really annoying <laughs> or they like asked me for a lot of things and they like made my workload harder so now they're gone like bro <laughs> quit your job Quit to go find a different job what the fuck oh my god Ugh. So anyway, 
God. That guy's dead now. Good. Good riddance. Hope he's having a terrible time in the afterlife. Me too. So December 31st, a bunch of them together. I think I read somewhere like 50 of them, which is like at a certain point, too many hands in the room. Oh, yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. South African and U.S. surgeons worked together to separate Zamibian conjoined twins who were joined at the head at the back of their skulls facing away from each other. Oh. These are Joseph and Luca Banda. Banda. Okay. And they didn't share any organs, but they did share blood vessels that would go like, you know, from yeah. one head into the others. Right. Like, so they had to be very carefully like separated one blood vessel at a time. Oh, yeah. That's probably why there were so many. They were taking turns because I'm sure it took forever. Right. And like, yeah. you know, you don't want to stop. Yeah. You don't get tired. <laughs> just, like, tag in. Yeah. <laughs> just tag in. They're just surgeons like in the back bouncing around like. Yeah. Tag me. Tag me. Tag me. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> pick me. Pick me. Mm, that one. <laughs> but I mean, it worked. Yeah. That's cool. They survived. They just they made them like artificial skulls to finish out, you know, the pieces of brain. Yeah. And skull that they weren't. Well, and if they're babies, right? Of. Yeah, they were 11 months old yeah, at the time of the surgery. They'll grow more skull. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And um, yeah, I mean, they were mostly fine. A reporter from the Zambia Daily Mail checked on, checked in on them at age 21. Yeah. And found that Joseph had some mental deficiencies that really impeded his learning. And he was very reserved and not very, like, respondent at all. He just didn't talk a whole lot. Yeah. And then Luca dropped out of school because he was like i got bullied so much because of the scars that i have so i just quit going to school but he was hoping to learn to be a mechanic why what i know scars are cool right what and like why is bullying why is that the thing like why not be like oh be my friend tell me more like that's so interesting or yeah, just leave him alone that's but so like cool what the fuck was up 1997 two people and now he's just one person. And yeah. That's interesting. That's so cool. Don't be an asshole about it. God. It's so easy. It's so easy to not. <laughs> to not be an asshole. But again, you know, just one more situation where teachers are, you know, you're supposed to be the grown up. You're supposed to be paying attention. Yeah. And making sure this isn't happening. Yeah. Where were they? Yeah. Where are the kids' parents? Also, also yes. Yeah. I just, I remembered this the other day and it's barely related. But while we're on the topic of bullying, because it's come up twice. I remember being in third or fourth grade and there's a girl in my class who got boobs like really early. Yeah. Unfortunate for her. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. And I remember making fun of her with my friends. Yeah. And seeing how sad it made her. Yeah. And I was just like, that felt really bad. Yeah. And I never bullied anybody again because I was like, I, I tried it. Right. <laughs> it was sad and I didn't like it. And yeah. so I didn't do it anymore. Not for me. Yeah. And it's like, does that not happen to these kids? Are they broken? Do they not see that they made someone sad? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I truly don't know what inspires somebody to like be mean. You know, your friends are doing it, I guess. But like somebody's got to start it. Right. And that's why I did it. I joined in. Yeah. You know, with a group or whatever. Yeah. But then you were like, oh, gross. No. Oh, yeah. Look how sad. Look at this other human being. Right. And we did that. What's that was because of us. Sociopaths. And for something that she couldn't. She right. had no control over. I know. It wasn't her fault. <sighs> Kids are mean. Kids are mean. There's no reason. That's why the adults have to step in and be like, stop. Yeah. Being mean. Quit it. <laughs> Quit it. So anyway, on the last day, last thing I have for the last day of December. 1997. Mm. The country of Sweden reported more deaths 
in the year than births in 1997. Oh. For the first time since 1809. Nice. Call that a... Swiss miss. <laughs> <laughs> that's Honestly, interesting, though. That's not so bad. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't think it... I don't know. I wasn't there. But for a country like Sweden, it's probably just something like, you know, the conscious decision to not have as many babies. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Because the world was terrible. Yeah. Because they're just going to bully each other. <laughs> God. I don't Do Swiss children... I mean, do Swedish children... Oh, yeah. Swiss is not Swedish. Oh, no. That's not the same. Yeah. Damn it. I was hoping that over the day a joke would come to me. <laughs> but I was trying to think of something about diminishing something. D- but diminishing returns. Or diminishing population. Scandinavians. I don't know. <laughs> Man. Diminished Navians. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's our cue to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly. If you still like us after all of that, you can come find us at Instagram at Replay Ruin Podcast. Um, you can also send us a Gmail at Replay Ruin Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to hear our other episodes, you can check those out on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Did I get it? You did it. I did it. And uh, or Patreon. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Replay Rewind Podcast get bonus episodes this month we are doing demolition man yeah yeah and last month we did best in show yeah so we got some good stuff over there go check it out yeah it's a lot of fun and sometimes we make up our own movies or ruin further the ones that we've already talked about it's pretty sweet we'll shout out your name on the show we'll mail you a sticker go check it out if you want to get some other sweet physical merchandise like a magnet or a pin or something like that you can go to (laughs) over to our coffee page ko f i.com slash replay rewind podcast or you can get individual bonus episodes just want you know i don't i'm not signing up for your patreon but i really gotta know how you feel about twister go check it it. out over there so even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All of those things that you do support us to keep doing what it is we are doing, which is making complete fools of ourselves for fun. Yay! If you don't want to do that, just share with your friends. Yeah. Leave a leave a review. Hit the share button. Yeah. Subscribe. Like, etc. Tell your grandma. Tell a stranger. I don't care who you tell. <laughs> Not in charge of you. In the meantime, stay fresh. Cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. And stop bullying. <laughs> <laughs>